Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 278. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, fandom, the geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ron Mass. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I'm Mako-chan. And some days I wish this podcast was sponsored by Sprite Remix and Crystal Pepsi. Ah, the olden days. <laughs> you just want free soda? Well, that too. Yeah, pretty much. And I still think Sprite Remix isn't going anywhere. It's been on... They say it's a limited time only, but it's been six months and you can still get it. I can't. I don't drink soda, so I don't care one way or another. Well, that's because the powers that be knows Mako-chan is an imminent embodiment of a bitch, which is why you can't get it anymore. I want it. But you can't have it. But I want it. But you can't have it. But I want it. Uh, but that's so that's too bad, though. But I want it. Well, I guess you have to travel up to the Brooklyn studios and get some. Yeah, when I can actually have time. I would love to. Well, you do know I still have a, st- a stack of them in my fridge. They might be here by the time you make your way up here. Keyword, might. Yeah. Hmm. I guess this is like revenge for the fact that you were able to get it before get Crystal Pepsi before I was able to or something. Maybe. No. It'll be okay. Yeah, I just have to have you bring some to uh Q. Oh, you're funny. No I'm not. You're a comedian. Who'd, no. Who'd you learn from? Um Roseanne Barr? Lucille Ball? I am serious. Okay, Wanda Sykes. I'm serious. Lord. We are live tonight, week of August 23rd, 2016, here on the VOG Network. We're here live Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern with replays Thursdays at 2. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Chat clients such as Merc X Chat, Chatzilla can use irc.gamesurge.net. The chat room is Vogue, V-O-G. Or you can head on over to AnimeJamSession.com slash Vogue Network where you can click on a nice IRC link that will bring you directly into the chat room. And um, if you hear any noise in the background, forgive me. That is the sound of my air conditioner. It's It gets hot in the studio over the summer. Hopefully in the next couple of weeks I can take it down because it's been getting really cool out the last couple of days. And I guess uh, Bob Coffey, who's saying what's up to everyone, I guess he knows one of the songs from our pre-show. Bonus points for you, sir. Bonus points. Okay, we're going to kick things off with how was your week, how was your day? Ari. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Today was payday for me, so my check is already fucking disappeared thanks to rent and groceries, but... Uh. But for what it's worth, my next check, I really won't have to worry about too many major bills, and I have food in the house. That's good. Whatever. And it's more than just ramen, right? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Like, 
you know, it's the freezer's full, and you know, it's you know, simple, relatively simple stuff like that. But the point is, I'm not eating junk mostly. Uh, that's uh, good. Let's see. Hmm? That's good. And uh, this past week, I saw the Rift the Rift Tracks live of uh, Mothra. Which was every bit as hilarious as you thought it would be. <laughs> mm -hmm. he, like, you know what I mean, right? The old uh, Japanese like yeah. monster movie. Yes, yeah, so you know Mako-chan's a big Mothra fangirl. I do enjoy Mothra. Oh, they made so many jokes about how it was like X amount of minutes and no Mothra showing up. See, for me, I just keep thinking from South Park. Ba 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 ba. And let's summer SummerSlam was this past um, Sunday, and we I was at my friends watching that. That was a lot of fun. And uh, I'm just you know dealing with the everyday shit. Mm -hmm. That's, Yeah, it's nothing special. I'm just, you know, going from uh, one day to another. Yeah, I, I read what, what went down with SummerSlam. I'd say this. That's 60 bucks I'm glad I didn't spend. Hmm. Plus, my fandoms are going to shit, but that's another story. I think everyone's fandoms are going to shit. Pretty much. Unless you're mm -hmm. in the Sailor Moon fandom where your fandom is always going to shit. You just wake up and be like, oh, what day is today? Okay, shit on this Senshi day. Okay. So that's how my week's been. Mm. Makko-chan, how was your week? How was your day? Uh, work, 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 work. Clean my room. Play Pokemon Go. Work, 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 work. Yeah. I am um, currently screwing around with the update that it analyzes your Pokemon renaming my Pokemon um, various things dick jokes yeah like you're um, terrible but I I, 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 I renamed you. my uh, Raticate dick hmm. and um, it says that overall your dick is above average well Michael Chang you um, are Italian yeah, but then it says, your dick is tinier than any we have on record. Astounding. <laughs> Lord. Ugh. Wow. Yeah, yeah, there was one that I, I ended up having to post on Facebook. Um, it, it just, it, it needed to be there because it was hilarious. Um, so I named my starter Charmander Ass. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, so it says, the size of your ass is colossal. This is indeed exceptional. Fascinating. And I just, I, I had to, I had to post that one because it's just so true. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's, that's about it. Right now, I'm just trying to get my nose to stop hurting. See... I am reminded, I had to pause for a second, I am reminded of a particular song that came out years ago, 
and it resurfaced in popularity when it combined with another seer or another anime and there is a flat as a video to that i i'm going to play it and i think we all probably know it You're welcome. That's interesting. Yeah, um, there's an anime called Chunyubo Demo Koiga Shitai, and part of the intro, uh, the main, the main, the female protagonist, Rika Takanashi, she's bouncing backwards, and someone flipped the video and added that that part of the lyric. Let's just say it got quite popular on the, on the tubes. So, yes. Yeah, I'll, I'll stick with uh, Fat Bottom Girls, thanks. Mm. Really good call. I said, what about Back That Ass Up? Yeah. And as Rageinator says, well, a wise man once said, I like big butts and I cannot lie. <laughs> He is a wise man that is getting into a lot of trouble. Uh, we'll get into that another time, probably for another show. But before, before I get, as soon as I get into my weekend day, this is for Rageinator. Oh mm. boy, this song. That's some tasty Crystal Pepsi. Remember the SNL spoof Crystal Gravy? No, I'm going to have to go looking for that later tonight. It's every bit as disgusting as it sounds. Is it is it wrong that I'm picturing um Fat Axel Rose drinking this shit? What, the Crystal Gravy or the Crystal Pepsi? Crystal Gravy. I can totally see him doing that. And he's singing the fucking song, that fat fuck. God. Well, there is a meme where it, it, in one one words is gravy. So, <laughs> okay, my weekend day has been interesting. My work schedule is back to where it should be, so that's good. Um, I went to Liberty City Anime Convention, and I'm going to talk about that later tonight. And I will say it was a lot better than what I was expecting. Um. Oh, excuse me. I have been playing around with Max at work, so I'm getting some more, getting more, my skill set up, so that's kind of fun stuff to do, and this weekend I'm going out of town to visit a friend, because she's getting ready to make this move in a couple of weeks, and we haven't hung out in, like, in a couple of years, so I'm like, I'm gonna just go down, just day trip down there, and just hang out, just drink, party, just have a good time, because given the way my things have been with me the last few weeks. I think I deserve, I earned this. <laughs> and right now my room looks like a war zone, so I gotta clean everything up and just try to hit the laundromat tomorrow and all that good stuff. Um, that's basically my, how my week and day has been. Um, and to, and to Rajinator, yes, I would play that. You kind of instigated that. <laughs> uh, 
yeah, so we're going to be talking about Liberty City. Uh, we have some some cool anime news. We got the open forum topic and then some. Um, as for updates, uh, we will still be here on Tuesdays. Um, right now, I am starting to plan out for season five of our podcast, which usually means brand new intro and brand new ending. The eye catches may stay the same or I may change them up. I haven't decided. But one thing is for sure is our awesome back to school pre-show. 20 minutes of your favorite cartoons from the 80s, the 90s, and the 2000s, and then some. It just kind of sucks. The car- It doesn't have that same feel anymore because it's like... There's no point in running home or getting up early to catch the cartoon because the, we have the technology to watch the episode whenever we feel like it or before it actually airs, so. But it's all good, though. Mm. Alright. Well, let's go ahead and take our first break, and then when we get back... We'll talk LCAC, all right? Okay, then. Psst, Mako-chan. Yeah, what? Never mind. Okay. We'll be back. Show 
You know, I keep forgetting that song just cuts off just like that. Alright, so, hold on. It's impossible not to feel good after hearing that song. That's like a real, that's like a chill type song, you know? It's like, that gets you in the mood like, alright, time to just roll back and just lean back and relax. Mm-hmm. Alright, so... Let's talk Liberty City Anime Convention. Um, okay. Now, I'm not going to really get into the controversy of the con chair behind this. This is not what this podcast is about. Regardless of things that he has said or done, if he is able to successfully promote and run a convention so be it let the man have his cake on that now last year Liberty City Anime Convention was up in White Plains New York a suburb of in Westchester right up the street about I'd say maybe about a half hour from where I grew up I was kind of disappointed I was not able to go back to a convention in my old stomping grounds but Things happen. Um, so this year, I decided to give it a trial run because it was in New York City. It has been, honestly, I want to say it's been 13 years since we had an anime convention in New York City, but that's not true. New York Anime Fest doesn't count? No, it's been 13 years since we had an anime convention in Times Square. Oh. It's been maybe, oh, God. There was New York Anime Festival. I think that might have been 10 years. Uh, let me look this up real quick. Yeah, it, uh, New York Anime Festival. It's been five years since we've had a, um, an anime convention in New York City. Last one was 2011. It'll be five years October. Oddly enough, that same weekend is probably will be New York Comic Con. So, anywho, and I will tell you this: I, years ago, I worked with some friends. We tried to bring an anime convention to the New York City tri-state area. After about six or so months of plotting and planning this, we threw the towel in because we realized it takes a lot of money to do it. And you can understand the fandom here wants one in New York City, because if you think about practically in every state in the major cities, there is a convention. And also the fact that also New York City is also a historical stomping grounds for anime. At the time, you had Central Park Media, Software Sculptors, Media Blasters. Media Blasters is still around. The others, I guess you could say, gone the way of the Dodo Bird. But that's besides the point. Now, I didn't get to the convention until about 4 o'clock that afternoon because I had to work. And I'm like, well, I don't think I'm going to be missing too much. And it kinda, I kind of didn't. When I first got there, walking around the hotel reminded me of going to AAC. Whereas that is a small, it's packed 
it's a small convention and you can get you could do oh so much and still have time to go do other things now one thing that's great about a convention in Times Square you get hungry you ain't got to eat at the at the expense of um restaurants in the hotel or the food court or whatever you can go right up the street go to McDonald's you can go to Olive Garden you can go to TGI Fridays I went to Kellogg NYC and still had a good time. Hell, you can just go up the street and go get a dollar pizza. It's it's a melting pot of food. But anywho, it was crowded. And I was kind of surprised. I was not expecting a lot of people. Granted, the the attendance cap was set at 3,600. So I was expecting it to be kind of spread out. But I didn't realize how small the Crown Plaza Times Square was. Now, what was really cool is that, before we continue, uh, Rajinier asked me in the chat room, AAC or AA? AAC, another anime convention. It's up in New Hampshire. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, one of the things I was worried about, I, me bringing my equipment back and forth, and if it's a local con, I'll throw everything on my back like a rucksack, like Ryoga, and just do what I gotta do. I put the call out to see if I could find somebody that I knew who was getting a room where I could just throw my stuff and give them 20 bucks so I can come back and forth. Thankfully, what was great was when I went to ConOps to pick up my press badge, I was, allowed to, I was allowed to keep my stuff there. I thought that was great. I'm just like, thank you. You guys are awesome. I missed um, opening ceremonies because of the time I got there. Um, the panel I checked out on Friday was Renny Mimura's uh, panel that she that she had. It was really good to see her again, because it's been a while since she's did a performance in New York City. I think it's been a couple of months. But she had a concert going, and she kind of reminded me of Catwoman. Catwoman more from the, la- the last movie, so it was just the outfit. She still got the vocal cords, the vocal chops, so, I, you know, I thought that was great. So... And what I really enjoyed was how lively, how chill, and how friendly everybody was. Hell, I hadn't, I haven't even heard anything about any of the staffers, you know, going off on people. Now, they did have a rave. I didn't go because I'm like, you know, I, this is right here in New York City. Uh, I, I'd rather not. But what they did have was. A formal ball. That was cool. I'm going to be perfectly honest. The way I was dressed more or less. I could have just swapped out a shirt. And I could have just slipped right in. But. The best way. I could describe. uh, Liberty City's formal ball. It was. A step. It was a slight improvement above. DerbyCon's first year formal ball. Oh, Mako-chan, you know how that bad mm-hmm. that was. Mm-hmm. At, except that at DerpyCon's um, formal, the DJ was, horrend- was horrendous. At least, yeah, the music was a lot more chill. And it was just a lot more fun. They, were, they weren't even checking if he was wearing proper attire for you. Just like, hey, come on in, have a good time, you know? And I did end up meeting a cosplay family, which was pretty cool. Uh, the youngest daughter was dressed as it was like dressed as a chibi version of 
Harley Quinn, you know, she had leggings on. It was just really cute. And the whole family was it. I believe the father was dressed as Greed from Full Metal Alchemist. And the youngest child was dressed up as was as Baby Trunks. And the mom was like, she was like an awesome hybrid between Bulma, Lum, and Laura Croft Tomb Raider. It was just an outfit that she was wearing. I thought that was really cool. So, I mean... One of the, the main, for me, the issue was that, on the layout of the hotel, you walk in, you go up the escalator, and then there's like the basic area, you walk around towards the back, and, um, and there's a dealer's room. You walk around, and that was it. Dealer's room had about 12 to 13 dealers, and if you walk towards the back, there was the artist alley, which was about 8 to 10 uh, tables. And on this floor, the reception was really bad. So when I walked out of there or went towards the back to the artist alley where the windows were, it was like everything I tried to share or post, triple shared and triple posted on people. So, yeah, for that, my apologies. Now, we go up the next set of escalators. That's where main events is. The game room, registration, con ops. And that was basically it. Now, to get to the panel rooms, I think there was a panel room on that floor, but the way it was laid out, I really couldn't tell. But if you go up, if you take the elevator to the fifth floor, that's where all the panel rooms were. And I did, and on autographs, I did stop in. I did uh, have a bit of a quick chat with Brittany Lauda. She's a well known um, voice actress. Um, We were talking on Twitter a few days ago. She was in the market for a, excuse me, sorry. She was in the market for a lightweight laptop slash tablet. And I told her the Surface 3 can do this. And she was like, no, 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 that's too expensive. And I was like, oh, wait, wait, I'm talking the Surface 3, not the Pro 4, not the Pro, the regular one. So, you know, I, I talked to her for a few minutes. I showed her my Surface, you know. A quick presentation demo, and she was sold on it. I was like, "This does everything. I, I can't can't go wrong with it." And I had said that I am looking at getting the Pro Four soon because all the work I do on this Surface, I know I would love to be able to do more with it if I had a Pro Four and a one with a basic M3 processor would work great for me. Nothing fancy. I mean, hell, I've seen people come in with Surface Threes running Lightroom. I'm just like, well, shit. So, you know, that was it. I left, you know, I went out to a bar with a friend of mine and we kind of decomposed, decompressed for the week, had like some wings and some couple of pitches of beer, you know, whatever. Next night, or in the case, the next day. I show up and I get there. I got there a little bit later than I originally planned because I guess one, I guess the wings didn't settle with me too well, but yeah, I'm feeling better now. So, it was a little bit more crowded. Oh, Regenerator, if you work retail, you want to decompose for a week. Am I right? Well, you'll want other people to decompose instead. That, too. Um, I didn't check out... There was a J-pop concert going on. I didn't check it out. I heard it from outside, but I chose not to, because, I don't know, it... I kind of felt like whoever was on stage singing kind of... They sounded all 
out of tune. I'm like, to me, it felt like they weren't ready. I might have actually stepped in and got photos, but I don't remember. I'll check later. But what was cool was seeing how chill and every and how fun and how excited people were about this convention. Again, the Friday crowd felt like the Saturday crowd in control and like nothing like the sense of walking around and, and where people were. I did get some amazing cosplay photos, and I did find like some good spots in the dealer's room where I could take pictures off to the side where nobody would, would be bothered. And I believe my skills with, with bouncing the light got a little bit better. <laughs> and Rajinia says, I did work for Topps Friendly Markets for a few years. Does that count? Yes, it does. And I think there was a Topps Market in my neck of the woods years ago, so... I think. I don't remember, but I think there was. So, anywho. Now, the main thing I did cover and I did record was the masquerade. The masquerade is something that you can easily fuck up or successfully pull off. Watching this masquerade was watching a real-life episode of Heroes of Cosplay. That bad, huh? Yeah. But I, here's the thing. I'm not talking about the drama from the show. No, 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 no. I'm talking about on the episodes of the show where they do the actual masquerade. That's what I'm getting at. So, they were pretty, it was like, generally, with a typical masquerade. You have the MC that will give you a brief synopsis of the skit. You, they do the skit, then they leave, they say who it was, and so on and so forth. And then you have the walk-ons, and they would announce this cosplayer dressed as so-and-so, and that's it. If you're going in for craftsmanship judging, there is a time and place for that on Fridays and Saturdays. You go into this room, they ask you a, a series of questions about your cosplay. They check the seams. They check the hems. They do all of this stuff. It's the technical aspect of it. If you don't want to do that, you just want to just get up on stage. You don't have to do that. You can just do straight performance. Now, mostly everybody on stage were just walking on. Now, first thing I noticed I thought was out of, was out of place was the fact that the, on the stage was a table where the judges sat. I'm just like, what is this? What is this? So pretty much as the MC, who is the awesomely talented Ian Rubin, would announce, you know, who it is, the judges would actually ask them the like two or three technical questions about their cosplay. And even it would come from the, the judge as well. This is not normal. I'm telling you this now. It's not normal for a masquerade to do that. I've been to a few comic conventions where, you know, they do ask a couple of questions, but nothing like that. Or it just runs right through and you just find out later who won. That was my main issue with it. Because I think asking these technical questions on the stage took away from the competition. I can understand if the cosplayer won and they asked a couple of questions on stage. Yeah, I get that. I get that completely. But, no. And I did end up speaking to the 
the masquerade organizer, and he explained that he had this was thrown together last minute, that it was just better to do it live, you know, the signups at the convention as opposed to pre-reg, which reminded me the skits that they did have. Everybody was on stage with the microphone doing their skits. Now, I remember starting out in, in masquerades. Yeah, you had a microphone at first, but now everything is just pre-recorded. The technology is there to do pre-recordings. I mean, it, it, it's simple. You get your friends together, you record your lines, and you submit the audio file. Then when you get up on stage, the tech team knows when to hit the play button, and the recording just plays, and you just lip-sync along to roll with it. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not, I don't want to take away from the actual cosplayers who are in it. They were great. I really liked seeing a lot of those cosplays on stage and so forth. I just felt that asking these questions really took away from the event itself. So, I do hope that next year, it's not like that at all. I even spoke with the, with the, with the organizer. I said, I know people who can help him pull this off. Now, let's roll into uh, Sunday. Sunday was good. It was a little bit more slowed down. I grabbed some more pictures. Uh, I did. I believe I did check out a Black Butler panel, which was pretty cool. It, it was more along the lines of, you know, axed character type panel. Those can be fun. Oh, yes. Like, the one time at Capsicon, I went to um, a UN Hitalia panel. That was hilarious. There have been a couple of those, haven't there? Say what? Haven't there been a couple of those? Yeah, um, not lately, because I guess because Italia isn't as popular. But now that the sixth season has just hit Blu-ray, so it'll just probably pop right back up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Overall, I believe Ryan Koff did a really good job pulling off Liberty City Anime Convention in New York City. Points for the fact that he used a small location because at least 80 to 85% of the people that I ran into that I saw or talked to lived in New York City. So they could just hop the train and go home. See, I'm the type of person where if I actually had the money, I would have gotten a room and stayed on site at the hotel. That's just me. It's just more for convenience. And I probably would have cosplayed even more. Speaking of cosplay, I did end up doing a photo shoot with a couple of girls as Panty and Stocking. And we hung out on Friday and they got me to, they pretty much got the ball rolling for me to do um, Gardabelle on Saturday. I ended up getting a message from a friend of mine telling me, you know, I need to do this. I'm just like, okay, fine, you got me, I will do it. Um, we go into the chat room here at live.vodnetwork.com. Rageinator says, okay, I get the idea of going to cons for buying shit and going to panels, but the whole cosplay thing baffles me. Well, I'm not sure how it's baffling, but I just think it's really cool that you get the opportunity to dress up as one of your favorite anime, manga, video game characters. You know, I think that's just a cool thing to do. And you get to be in character, you know, and people are like, you're cosplay, you're so, you're just a best, you're so, yeah, I think that's really cool. So, I think 
that, that's, I, I mean, Mako, Ari, am I kind of getting the right point across about cosplay? Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Okay. It's mm -hmm. fun. Yeah. And we see in the chat room at live, also in live.vognetwork.com, Senpai says, I saw those two in you. And I'm like, and you know what? Thank you. I really appreciate that. And also on Sunday, I did run into a listener of the show, which I posted on our Facebook page. So if you see any of us at conventions and you listen to the show, we're probably going to do a selfie with you and post it on our page. And also to say thank you because we really appreciate it. We love it when you come up to us and tell us that you listen to the show. Let us know what you think. If you like it, you hate it, what we could do better. Because we're always evolving. We're always trying to make our show a little bit better, you know, for everybody. So, so the fact that um, next year, Liberty City is moving a couple of blocks down to the Marriott Marquis Hotel. And I'm just like, well... We all know what happened the last time an anime convention was there. We all know. So I am hoping that he is able to bring that success that he had this year to, to the convention next year. And I will say this. And as some people have also mentioned, if it wasn't for the fact that Otakon was just a couple of weeks, was like oh, not even a week or so ago, he probably would have gotten more higher set of numbers, which... Uh, I get that. It's going to boil down to this. June is going to have anime next. July is going to have Otakon. August is going to have Liberty City. Which you would expect, but I think this year, next year, August is Otakon. So, Liberty City is going to, is going to be the same weekend, so... I think Otakon, no, I think Otakon and Liberty City are the same weekend or something like that. Ooh, that's going to be tight. I would say a convention like this should, should be closer to, oh no, Labor Day weekend, you know, because you have, yes, because I know on that you've got like NDK, Dragon Con, PAX Prime, but it kind of makes sense to have like a central city, like, far away that covers the corners as can you know in convention locations on on big holidays such as that i had another issue with the convention but i can't remember what it was if whatever it'll come back to me but overall i would say definitely give this convention a shot it's getting it's getting better it's getting a lot better so definitely check into that if y'all have any questions for me by all means ask no questions? Um, okay. I'm trying to think of questions. Okay, no problem. Uh, what was the best cosplay you saw this, that weekend? Um, the Naruto cosplays. What was really cool was they had like a mini area set up. There was like a, an alley area that you walked down to get to con-ops. I walked by and the people that were in con-ops allowed the Naruto cosplayers to have a quick photo shoot there. And it was this young kid showing up as Naruto, and I was like, hey, Naruto's here. And everybody that was th at the shoot just jumped up and got excited for the kid. It just made his day. Awesome. Yeah. I do hope that next year the uh, dealer's room is a little bit bigger. Did you get anything from the uh, dealer's room? Actually, yeah. Um, iconic. 
the um the, the orchestra that who did the Sailor Moon medley some time ago. They had a sample CD for sale, and I bought that. That was the only thing I really bought, because the downside is that I'm right here in New York City. I could probably go up the street and whatever they have, I could find it cheaper or something like that. Oh, I think the most interesting thing I saw was the. Usagi Harley Quinn coin bank at the Media Blasters table. Yeah, yeah I, I saw that. that. I, I, there are some things I don't question, that being one of them. They put it right out. Oh, it's Usagi cosplaying as Harley Quinn. Duh. Meta cosplay, it's not just Deadpool anymore. <laughs> Yeah, as as being said in the chat room, if Otakon and LCAC are the same weekend, that might definitely hurt. It'll hurt LCAC more. Oda has been around longer and will likely have higher tier guests, which is true. But already there are people bitching about they don't want to go down to DC. So let's take a look real quick. Otakon 2017, August 11th to the 13th. Okay. Um, let's see, Liberty City. Ow. I should actually look in my um my inbox because it's um yeah okay. It's a week apart. Huh. Oh God, my wallet is going to kick my ass. I think mine's going to file a restraining order against me. Yeah. Now, what two cons are this? Otakon is August 11th to the 13th. Liberty City is the 18th to the 20th. Mm. I don't, honestly, it won't be that bad because I'm just commuting in back and forth. It's just the aspect of I'm doing two conventions back to back. All right. Yeah. All right. I, I will boil it down like this. If you're tired of the big conventions and you want to go back to the old, to the smaller conventions and how it felt when you first started going to conventions back in the day, definitely Liberty City. Definitely do it. I overheard that Ryan Koff wants to bring anime conventions back to New York City. Well, if he's going about it like this, I think he's going to be able to pull it off. And right now, badges are only 25 bucks. You can't beat that shit. Would you suggest this as a travel destination type convention? Yes and no. If you are if you are looking for a reason, if you're a cosplayer and you're looking for a reason to hit up New York City and Comic-Con is way too crowded for you, this is it. I mean, hell, the rooms were like uh, like 150 bucks a night this year, so I have a feeling you're going to be just as reasonably priced. And you have all this touristy stuff, too. So I look at it this way. If, if you're looking for a reason to get away to New York City, come down Thursday. Spend that Thursday checking out Times Square, Rockefeller Center, Union Square, Lower Manhattan, you know? And then enjoy the con. When it gets about that time on Friday and Saturday nights, you want to go grab dinner? You you have um, tons of places you can go out and check. Hell, you can actually check out a comedy show if you want to. And then on Sunday, you know, before you leave, 
do a little more sightseeing. I, you know, I, I think this is a good thing going. And I think that, um, one thing about going to a convention today early on Thursday, a lot of people actually do take in the, do the local touristy thing, so why not? Now, in our chat room at, at live.vognetwork.com, Senpai has, has said that uh, they are looking to get up to 10,000 people instead of 3,500 for 2017, 3,600. Um, I don't see that number jumping just like that overnight. What I see happening is this. The numbers are going to jump by 500 to 1,000 people. That's what I see happening. I see them getting close to 5,000 attendees or a little bit over for 2017 because you are in a bigger hotel. You could do a lot more things. And you'll definitely have a much bigger dealer's room and artist alley. And that's my take on LCAC. Um, I do have another friend of mine who I'm talking with. She actually wrote up a review and once she's done I will have it published on our site so you definitely going to want to check that out okay now moving right along um, who wants to talk about bleach and I don't mean the detergent Sure, I'll do it. All right. Then after this, um, Ari, why don't you just give us a quick breakdown of what happened to Ash on Pokemon last week? Oh, boy. Yeah. All right. So um, for those of you that, you know, actually live on the Internet like the rest of us, um, I think we all know and have talked about uh, Bleach finally ending. Mm-hmm. The manga is over. That is it. Goodbye. Um, but some of the other artists and writers um, decided to give their comments and congratulations uh, for the Bleach ending. Um... So the writer for my hero, uh, my hero, uh, a cat, pat, pat, yeah, that um, yelled bunkai as I opened my umbrella. Congratulations to completing Bleach. Uh, it had very cool images. I always admired it. Kubo-san must be very tired after serializing Bleach for 15 years. Oh. Rest well. It was all very cool. I admired it. It had a lot of influence on me. Um, Yuki Tabata from Black Clover says, <clears throat> Kubo-sensei serializing it for such a long time must have been a lot of work. Oh. Uh, Bleach is finished. Kubo-sensei, thank you for your hard work of 15 years. Um... Kubokan, you've worked hard. Please take this chance to go on a trip. And just so on and so forth. Um, but yeah, basically, congratulating him on, you know, 15 years of running what should have ended probably five years ago. <laughs> yeah, a lot. Ouch. 
Look, not for nothing. Well, that's what a lot of people no, are it, saying. A lot of people say it. I haven't been reading it because it just the the storyline got so overly drawn out. Um, almost as if he was trying to hit that fifteen year mark and was trying to draw the story out long enough to do so. Um, it, it was just, it was very, very long and drawn out. And then, of course, um, I won't spoil anything, but there are the people online now bitching over the last chapter. Because we can't and, have nice things. Uh-huh. Yeah, because, oh my god, my one true pairing didn't work. Oh my god, how could they do that? Oh my god, they're so much better together than these people are. If I had a nickel so, for every time someone bitched about an OTP not happening in a in a manga or some, or an anime, I could hire somebody to hit them with a freaking keyblade. <laughs> but then again, your OTP is canon, so what do you care? I have. You mean Shikamari? Yeah, yeah. But when it comes to Bleach, I never really had an OTPing. But the fact that Urahara Kisuke hooked up with Yoruichi, hey, I'm okay with that. Um, so, yeah, they, I know we had talked about, um, what was going to be coming out, um, a, an important announcement that had been teased there during the, uh, August 8th released issue. Um, what they are doing is that the Bleach manga is going to be getting a live-action film in 2018. Lord. So that is the, you know, big, huge, important announcement. Uh, No real, you know, information other than, yeah, they're basically going for a live-action adaptation. Which reminds me, I just found out, well, I'll talk to someone in the deals room at LCAC. Um, there was an Air Gear um, musical or stage adaptation. I might have to go see if I can find that. Alright, so here's a stat for you. Mm-hmm. It is currently August of 2016. Mm-hmm. The last story arc for Bleach has been ongoing since February of 2012. Wait, wait, say that again. What? Bleach entered its final story arc in February of 2012. God damn, he milked the shit out of that, didn't he? So you were talking about four and a half years for the final story arc. Jesus Christ. Now do people get why others are saying, what the ever-loving fuck, why is this taking so long? So, yeah. Shit, even the final Ninja War wasn't that long. The final Ninja War was like, what, six months? That arc was like six months? 
I mean, there are a lot of manga that their final arcs, when, you know, their artists, when their writers know it's going to be the final arc, they really try and, you know, finish up the story. They want to get all that in. This was just like, oh, well, fuck you. I'll end it when I want to end it. Oh, you pissed off? Okay, let's extend it for another year. Mm. It's, it's sort of like how... So he was throwing us, in, the, in other words. Yep. It was. It's also like when people got pissed about um, Evangelion, and he just fucked it up even more, and and they ate it up. And he's like, the "Fuck is wrong with you people?" Hideaki's got so many issues. He oh. kind of sort of gets a pass for the direction that Evangelion goes because you know having a fucking mental breakdown is not really something to joke about. Pretty much. Uh, that's just the way I see it. I mean, uh, that sounds about right to me. Anyway. Alright. Going from, I guess, from bad to worse. Uh, well, I felt like a... F I must sound like a fucking dope in, in hindsight, given uh, two weeks ago. As hyped up as I was. Yeah. Well, basically, uh, the XY series, oh, X, Y, and Z, you know, it, it it shook things up, you know, from the from the mostly formerly uh, tournament arc, mm -hmm. because uh, Sun and Moon isn't supposed to have a traditional uh, Pokemon league, you know, like without and there's no gy gyms and stuff. Right. But uh, you know, like pretty much the entire internet was hopeful that Ash would win a major championship. Of course, we were all behind him because he worked his ass off. Yeah, worked his ass off. He had like, he had a uh, stronger than average team. He had, his Greninja actually had a special form. And in the game mechanics, it's actually called Ash Greninja. Nice. But uh, he matches get all the way to the finals. You know, the championship match... And he loses. Among, like, the issues with things like, never mind things like, you know, type advantages or whatnot. Like, someone that actually calculated, I think it was on Reddit, I forget where, but they calculated the odds of of him losing that in that final exchange. And the only way he could have lost was if the, the guy who was fighting, Alan, got a critical hit. Yeah. And that's what happened. So yeah, all of our collective chains just got yanked, and he was made to, made the runner-up to a guy who who had already established that he had no interest in the league at all. So he lost to somebody who really didn't care about that. He was just there for shits and giggles. Yeah. Wow. You would think. And even even worse, like that's not the end of the these like this uh series because I have, think they have to do the T Team Flare arc, and supposedly the guy, Alan, is working with Team Flare. Well, I can think about it this way. I mean, if you go in not caring it's a tournament, but you're just there to play and to have fun, you kind of... He, he wasn't the... even there to have fun or yeah. play. He was, Like I said before, he was a rehash of Paul. 
Mm. Well, the ultimate stop having fun guy. Yeah. I mean, at the rate Ash is going, I would say he's got to oh, win the next tournament. He's got to. We said that about the last two arcs. But he made it to the top two. If he ends up, like, in the top four or top eight in the next tournament, that's bullshit, and you know it. Oh, yes, very much so. I mean, for the uh, for, for last season, they had to pull out a Diabolus Ex Machina to keep him from the title. Ugh. Tobias and his legendary to team, of po his team of legendary Pokemon. But here, there's just no fucking excuse. Oh. And yeah, that's that's a new debate. Like, who was the bigger, uh, you know, punch in the dick, Tobias or Allen? I don't know. You tell me. Oh, because they they both have such like they both have such strong cases. You know, one one of them came out of nowhere with legendaries, and the other one is just a, a complete you know ass clown who. Probably, it will probably uh, get into some even worse shit because the uh, anime, because the XYZ series isn't over. I honestly don't know. I only read the spoilers and I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" And the way I'm screaming, I, I feel like like I'm Brian from a Wrestling Observer newsletter. You know, the, you know the guy who like reports on wrestling. Yeah. The guy of minus five star fame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I feel like about him. But, uh... Fuck. <clears throat> I need some advice on this. Uh, someone help me. Captain Picard, are you there? Hold on, hold on. Let me, let me see if I can get him. I, I, I got him here. I might make a mistake. Yes, uh, you might. 22 but seconds. That does not alter your duty to me and to this ship. Now, do you know how to formulate a premise? Yes, sir. Then formulate this one. How do I deal with Commander Riker and the Hathaway? I want to wait your answer on the bridge. And, Commander, it is possible to commit no mistakes and still lose. That is not a weakness. That is life. Yeah, that's I believe what I was talking Gotcha. That may be true, but it just still feels like um, he got the short. Yeah, he got the short end of the stick, regardless. You know. Yeah. Right now, the the biggest enemies of the Ash's biggest enemies are the writers. Mm. Uh, so yeah, I'm done uh, talking about this because I don't want to have a fucking aneurysm. And we we can't have you doing that, bro. We we we, we can't. I love by myself. No one will discover my remains for days. Bullshit. We would know. <laughs> uh, so what are we talking about next? Um, we are definitely... We're going to be talking about some... What's going on with a bit of the Tokyo Olympics in 2020. So... Ooh. Yeah. Um, did anybody see, like, part parts of it from, um... From, from the other night... From Sunday night? Closing I ceremonies. watched the video of uh, what happened at the closing ceremonies. That it was, was awesome. Yes, it was. 
pretty much, if you missed it, what happened was there was an intro for Japan as representing for Tokyo for 2020 Olympics. Long story short, they had Mario go down a warp pipe and come up, and it was Prime Minister Shinzo Abe. Cosplaying as Mario. Damn right. And if you watch the intro, there were scenes from Captain Tsubasa. You saw a cameo appearance from Doraemon. Uh, Hello Kitty. Uh, I think she was dressed as one of the gymnasts. That was pretty cool. And Pac-Man. I thought that was really cool. Now, yeah, usually there's always a, you know, kind of a passing the torch kind of thing. Yes. So I just think it was awesome the way that they actually handled it. Mm-hmm. The opening ceremonies are always, you know, these serious, more artsy, like, you know, uh, kind of ceremonies. And the closing ones are the lighthearted, you know, making fun of themselves. Yes. Like the Like Vancouver... Like, like played up all Canada as a perceived Canadianness. Mm-hmm. Um, London had had James Bond and uh, the Queen parachuting in. Uh. But the fact that the Prime Minister showed up dressed as Mario, with the, I think that takes the cake. And you can hear the chatter of all of our geeks and nerds saying, "Our time has come." Yeah, pretty much. And so, I'm looking back, like, oh, I'm, I was the only one that's thinking, please, like, oh, oh, that's right, Akira takes place around this time. What about, this is also the time of Evangelion as well? Or mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I thought April was 2015. Well, I guess we're kind of late but with that one. Yeah, 2015, like, 2015 was Back to the Future in Ava. Okay. I guess the DeLorean caused Tokyo 3 not to happen, but anywho. Multiple timelines are fucking weird. Goddamn yeah. multiverse theory. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you but, this. But I'm pretty sure when it, when a, like, who wrote a, Akira? Katsuhiro Ultimo. I'm pretty sure he was just spitballing when he assumed Tokyo would have the Olympic Games in 2020. He's probably going, holy, holy shit. But anywho, now we all know there have got to be at least a few cosplayers out there who are who are pining or trying to get cosplay into the Olympics. You know somebody is trying. You know this. Is some idiot rapper is trying to um, push for spades in the Summer Olympics? You damn well know. Wait, 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 wait. What? Yes. The card game. Yes. What? The reason why is because um, I believe it's I believe it will be um, 2020 Japan um, will have chess and bridge. They finally announced them. They they decided that they would consider them sports. And yet they've taken wrestling out and they won't put baseball in. I thought baseball was always there. I think it was demoted to a demonstration event and then just removed from the card altogether. Well, fuck. Put DDR in as a goddamn Olympic event at that point. 
Yeah, I, I, I just want some of the merch that's out. Oh. Because, oh dear God, the 2020 Japan merch is amazing. You have to show us later. And to reference back to our last article about Bleach, um, Dark Tetsuya says, who says they have to acknowledge your headcanon? It's their property. And Kelly the Mighty says, fans are getting way too demanding nowadays. Oh, yeah. Thank you, social media. Fans are getting demanding to the point where they are causing people who work on various series, whether they're animators, producers, directors, voices, or causing them to leave social media because the fans are bitching at them over something they have no control or say over. But that's it. All right. Who wants to talk about this one here? I'm definitely going to try to get tickets for this. I want tickets for this as well. Uh, The New York City Orchestra is going to be holding an ensemble and opening its 2016-2017 season with Kick-Ass Music. A tribute to shonen and magical girl anime. Mm. It's going to open with the first of four concerts on October 7th. Um, the lineup includes selections from Astro Boy, Lupin the Third, Dragon Ball Z, Naruto, One Punch Man, and Saint Seiya. Ooh, Saint Seiya. Uh, the concert will then wrap up with a tribute to Bleach in honor of the manga series ending. And 20 bucks for tickets? Yeah, I seriously want to go. Ooh, a cash bar. Sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, the only issue is it's a Friday, and I have work on Saturday. Unless you do a a suicide dash. Not when I have to be to work at 7.30 on Saturday. Yeah. Not happening. (laughs) I will definitely pick up my ticket for this later. That's going to be cool. Yeah, but they said that it is the first of four, so... Mm Mm-hmm. I can only hope that it is not just for concerts in the season and that they will be doing this particular one again. Because I want to go. I'd like to go to that too if I had the money and the time. Well, it is in October. Maybe. See how it rolls, you know. I would take that Saturday off and just hang out in the city, mm. but I'm already taking the Saturday off, uh, before Halloween off. Gotcha. Of course. And that's more important to me. Mm-hmm. So, Ari, tell us about the the official Pokemon Book of Joy. Hmm. Oh, good. Okay, because we need some fucking po- good news after uh, a fucking mouthful of a dish soap we just had to walk washed down. <laughs> Pretty much. A Pokemon themed book titled The Pokemon Book of Joy will be released this fall, capitalizing on the 20th anniversary of the Pokemon series, as well as a surge of interest that has followed the release of the wildly popular Pokemon Go. 
The book will contain illustrations and inspirational quotes from an assortment of popular Pokemon and characters that will, quote, set you on a personal journey of enlightenment to master your own Pokemon. It'll be published by Century in the UK and by Del Rey in the US. Ooh. A listing for the UK version of the book has already appeared on Amazon, and it shows a release day of this September the 22nd at a price of $9.99 like, British pounds, which is about $13 and change US. It describes this book as being a hardcover and 300 pages long. Details may be subject to change. <clears throat> ben Bruce of Century said, We're thrilled to see the pup to be publishing the official Pokemon Book of Joy, which will undoubtedly be a perfect gift for the Jigglypuff obsessive in your life this autumn. I wasn't sure I said Jigglypuff, mm -hmm. but whatever. It'll be it will be enjoyed by readers of all ages, and will appear to everyone who grew up with, with the game the first time, as well as the millions who have fallen in love with the characters since. And I've taken a look at the Amazon listing. It's already given a little preview. It says, A world without Pokemon will be less stable and more dangerous for all of us. But, uh... All I got is that quote and uh, the cover. Okay. And I'm predicting Mewtwo's Circumstances of One Birth line will be in here from the first Pokemon movie. I would imagine so. It would make yeah, that's sense. Pretty much what, like, that's pretty much what we associate with Mewtwo nowadays. Huh. That he, like, that a, a kid's movie designed to sell toys, he fires off some fucking Gandhi level shit. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I'll probably pick it up. All right. Uh, you want to take this one? Yeah, I'm definitely taking this one. I just saw an interesting article. Um, I'm gonna have to bookmark an album that's coming out soon. So, anywho, we're gonna talk a little more about Pokemon. Now we already know that there's going to be. A live-action Pokemon film so the writers behind Guardians of the Galaxy and Gravity Falls are, are in talks to write the film the script for the film oh this is going to be amazing if it's if they let Alex Hirsch do it oh hell yes Alex Hirsch is the man behind Gravity Falls He also, as I say, he did Gravity Falls, and he's worked as a storyboard artist for The Marvelous Misadventures of Flapjack. Now, Nicole Perlman, she co-wrote the script for Guardians of the Galaxy, and also for the Captain Marvel film, and she's also working on the third Sherlock Holmes film with Robert Downey Jr. Proposed film, that is. The production will start in 2017, and it will feature Detective Pikachu which debuted in the uh, three, Nintendo 3DS game earlier this year, Made Tonight Pikachu. Toho will distribute the series, the movie in Japan. Universal Pictures will handle it outside of Japan. And I still remember there was a petition going around for Danny DeVito to do the voice of Detective Pikachu. Yeah, because apparently seeing Pikachu with a magnifying glass and a deerstalker cap, for some reason everyone just thought, yeah, I could totally picture him sounding like Danny DeVito. I don't know. I, could, I would rather have Robert Downey Jr. do it. This quick wit, I think, it happened too. <laughs> okay. Now that we got that out of the way, um, we are going to go ahead and open the Skype line.
So if you have any questions about tonight's show, if you went to Liberty City, you want to tell us your thoughts on it, give us a buzz at Anime Jam Session. All calls are cut to two minutes due to time constraints. Now while that's up and running... I like that song. If you know this by now, this song is for the open forum topic. The open forum topic is where we ask you a question about a topic that pertains to tonight's show, anime, conventions, or anything along those lines. If you don't want to use your real name, put a different name up before you post your answer, and we ask that you keep it civil. Today's topic, open forum topic, is Tokyo Olympics 2020. The question is, what Japanese band or artist would you like to see perform in the opening ceremonies? Nemesis47 says he wants to see a jam project or X Japan bring down the house. Uh, ActDef says he wants Utada Hikaru. Um, Serenity1488 says Momoko or Momoro Clover Z with Kiss. Uh, Kelly the Mighty says Megumi Hayashibara. Dark Tetsuya says he'd like to see Gak and maybe Baby Metal. Me personally, I'm all for a jam project. Or Project R. Project R is, the, is similar to Jam Project, but they handle mostly Super Sentai themes. But Jam Project would be awesome. I mean, you got like the big names in, in doing who sing anime themes coming together on stage for the Olympics. Dude, that's what I'm talking about. Kagayama, Endo, uh, Sakamoto, uh, Matsumoto. And um, there is a forgetting somebody else from Jam Project. Uh, which one? Uh, Masami Okui. Oh, right. For uh, Shuffle and uh, Rinbu Revolution. I didn't know Sakamo- Maya Sakamoto was part of a Jam Project. Neither did I. Hmm. All right. What about you, Mako? I don't know. I don't listen to much Japanese music except for um, anime tracks. Oh. Well, surely you've got some your the bands that sing your favorite songs. You might want to associate. No. Oh. As long as it's something I recognize. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Bob Coffee says Saku- Mario Sakamoto is not part of Jam Project. Immortal King says X Japan would be awesome. Kelly Demighty says, "Does anyone remember Puffy Amiyumi?" You know oh what? yeah, I know I know who they are. You know something? I would go by I would love to see TM Revolution up there. That would be amazing. To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on Vognetwork.com, use the passphrase traffic. Okay. So jam and maybe if they got a flow. Oh yeah, flow is good. Flow would be another one, but Jam Project would be the one I would want to see first and foremost. Mm-hmm. And as uh, Bob Coffee says, his set at Japan Super Live at AX was good shit. Okay. Yes. TM Revolution is no joke. 
especially at um at Otakon a few years back. They did, he did the encore with um Handmade Kaizoku. Oh, that were, they were great. I haven't listened to them perform? in a while. Um, oh, fuck, I cannot remember the song to save my own life. Um, I think it's the band played on or something like that. But anyway, while I go find, while I go looking for that, it's time for strange news from Japan. And Mako got some interesting stories. Mm-hmm. And I mean, interesting as in Jesus Christ, child. Mm-hmm. Can I take the first one? Oh, by oh. all means. Man arrested for stealing refrigerator and other items from hotel room in Takasaki. An unemployed... Really? That, am I really surprised by this anymore? I don't think an anybody is at this 40, point. An unemployed 48-year-old man who was staying at a hotel in Takasaki City, Gunma Prefecture, has been arrested for stealing items from his guest room, which included a mini-fridge, microwave oven, and other appliances. According to police, Izayo Takahashi, who is a resident of Shibukawa, Gunma Prefecture, Stole four items from the hotel's room when he was staying in on Tuesday, Sake Shimbu reported. <clears throat> the stolen objects include mini fridge, microwave oven, and table clock. A hotel employee who had gone to the clean room after Takahashi checked out noticed the fridge and other appliances were missing. The hotel notified the police. <clears throat> he was quoted by saying, I couldn't make ends meet and the f- my fridge at home was broken, so I plan to use the one in the hotel for myself. Okay, so this turn, this took a turn from really awesome to really sad because, what? As soon as I read the art, the headline, I was thinking, "Oh God, this guy's doing the fucking rock star thing where he's, you know, piling up all the furniture on one side of the room, we're like mm-hmm. taking all the, all the shit that's not nailed down, you know?" Yes. Oh, by the way, that song was called "The Band." The band must play on. Let me double check. I just had it up. Um, the party must go on. That was the encore song with. I believe with TM Revolution and Handmade Kaizoku. Awesome. Yeah. I, 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 they didn't mention anything about the TV being stolen. I I had to assume that the guy, you know, chucked that out the window. You know, that's the uh, the most cliche uh, obnoxious rock star behavior. behavior I don't know. Mm-hmm. How did nobody notice him coming out of the hotel with it, though? Well... As That's the, a really good question. Well, as somebody said in the forum, in the comments, it might have been a love hotel when they check out, they don't pass the reception desk. Oh. Huh. Yeah, but not for nothing. Why would you be in a love hotel long enough to need a mini fridge? You may need some Gatorade you know, or Powerade on, in the interim to uh, recharge. You hear yeah, that? but I, I, I'm <laughs> tapping out. I'm tapping out. Yeah, but you know, you have to plan ahead for that, because as they said, you don't pass reception when you leave, and I can't see you wanting to, you know, go back through. Hey, I'm, you know, going back to my room now. Walk in with your woman on one arm and a and a six pack of Gatorade off on your shoulder. Yeah, no. <laughs> I made Ron my top. 
Night tap. My night's complete. Okie dokie. You don't need to be hearing about Ranma topping. Thank you. I said tapping. That's not what you said first. We will save that for another time. I'm running a very little sleep here. My mouth isn't moving fast enough. Ranma, would you like to talk about ramen? Absolutely. In this story, we talk about the fact that there is a local ramen restaurant that's offering customers a virtual date with idol singers. What? Yes. An Osaka ramen chain called Sasayama is offering a special promotion right now that diners at the chain's America Muro or Tenji Bashi branches will be given a card with a QR code on it. The code gives you access to one of the five videos starring members of an idol unit called Hamburgirls Z. And one of the cheerful and it, the cheerful ladies will virtually enjoy some ramen with you. I don't know about you, but I think that's kind of creepy. Just a little bit. This is me you're talking to. No, I am, I fully, dis I am fully disturbed by this. I'm thinking it's at least a little bit more semi-human interaction than the people that bring their, you know, hug pillows to dinner. Yeah. I honestly don't know which one is worse. Hmm. Yep. I don't have anyone in my life right now, but I'm not gonna... But I would feel very, very uncomfortable with a fucking video recording keeping me company. That makes two of us. Maybe, like... The only exception I would see if I would allow if was if I'm with somebody and we end up talking over Skype, but that's about it. Yeah, to me... And that even that's only in small sense, yeah. portions. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No problem. Okay, Mako. Take the last one, please. Yeah. So, um... It seems that there is a new product out in Japan that is aimed at women and cosplayers to help them create a slimmer and taller nose. What? Um, Japan actually has a lot of these weird beauty products. Uh, face slimmers, special devices to des uh, designed to give you a double-rimmed eyelid. Uh, and then shapers that gradually sculpt your nose. This one, however, um, is a little bit different. It's called Hana Putty, or Petite Nose. It's been registered in Japan, China, and South Korea. And this one is especially designed for Japanese nostrils in response to user complaints of pain when foreign models are used. 
What it is, is it's basically, I don't know if it's a piece of metal or a piece of plastic that fits inside of your nasal cavity, just like right in the nostril itself. And there are two sizes available, which will instantly change the shape of your nose um, to make it more narrow on the bottom and basically come out. So it gives you that, you know, kind of nice triangular 90 degree look. But users begin with the small size and then gradually reshape their nose um, with the medium one to push their nose out even more. I have so many questions. I mean, it's not horrible. If you look at the pictures that are on here, it's showing somebody with a very flat nose, um, putting this in to give them that, you know, the more 3D looking nose. But it, Looks like it stretches quite a bit to narrow and lift the nose. It has to be made out of plastic. I'm guessing if it was made out of metal and the uh, and like the coating on it, or whatever, like guess would be like plastic or rubber. Like at the end would uh, wear down. And end up poking at the inside of the nostril. Mm hmm. That'll Who knows really how long you're supposed to be wearing something like this? I mean, are you fully shaping it, or are you just. I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. I can barely tolerate those breathe right strips that you put on, on the top of the nose. I don't imagine how I'd react to having that fucking thing up. Um, I, I that's got, it, right? I, I, I got nothing. Okay. I got nothing. Um... See, this is why I read the articles as we do it, so that you get more of a natural effect from me, as opposed to a faked effect from me. Um, yeah, I don't look at the strange news articles until we actually get to the strange news from Japan section, either. I think we should go to break. <laughs> yeah. We'll be back.
was a good show tonight. What do y'all think? Yeah, for the most part. Wonderful, wonderful. Yes, it was good. Yeah. So, I, I think we should hurry up and get the heck up on out of here, because it is starting to get a little late. So, if you like mm-hmm. what you heard, tell a friend. They internal to another friend, and so on and so forth. We're independent bloggers, independent podcasters. We do this for the fun of it. So, if we tell you if we like or hate it, we're just telling you straight up. But if you want our paid opinion, starting price is ten thousand dollars. <laughs> hey, bills ain't cheap. <laughs> so drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Let us know what you think of the show, ideas, upgrades, suggestions, plane, trains, flames, automobiles, and all that good stuff. Again, that's podcast at animejamsession.com. We're here to believe you. Check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com where we post all of our convention coverage, photos, videos, anime reviews. Um, I forgot to set up this week's anime review. I'll probably set it up to go Wednesday or Thursday. That should be a, shouldn't be a big deal. But yeah. Special thanks to Rose for giving us all these awesome anime reviews. So you'll definitely see more of those. Um, if you have issues getting to our website for our podcast, you can find us on Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry, Groove, Tune in radio and Google Play. Check out our YouTube page, youtube.com slash anime jam session TV, where we post all of our convention coverage videos, um, in- interviews, and so much more. Swing by and check it out. If you want to interact with us on YouTube, you can find me at youtube.com slash DJ Mess. Ari is at Ari22682. And you can find Mako Chan over at Jupe Luna. Twitter.com slash anime jam session, our official Twitter page. Follow us here for updates on our podcast conventions, videos, all that good stuff. So, if you want to know when, what's going on with the site, definitely follow that uh, Twitter. Twitter.com slash Anime Jam Session. If you want to interact with us on Twitter, you can find me at Twitter.com slash DJ Ron Mess. Ari is at The Ari Man. And you can find Mako-chan over at JoeVidea. Facebook.com slash Anime Jam Session. And I just going to say to everyone who is liking my Anime Next pictures, thank you so much. Um, I couldn't have done it without the help of Ari Rockefeller here, so definitely give that man some love. If you want to interact with us on Facebook, you can find me at facebook.com slash imdjronmess. Ari is at Ari Rockefeller, and you can find Mako-chan over at Makoto Mako-chan Kino. But don't forget, we're not the only uh, geek-centric podcast on Vogue. Um, there's the Starboard Power Coupling Podcast, the Geek Cart, the Bobby Blackwolf Show, uh, Orange Orange Radio, Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pod Culture, Electric Sisterhood. Whew. Oh, excuse me. Electric Sisterhood, Girls Gone Wow, Ranger Pride, um, Game Buoy, I think that's still a thing. Um, Guys on a Show, and Poke Stop Podcast. So definitely check those out. Let me just update my list here. Done. Go around the room. Last words, Mako-chan. I'm very, very sleepy. Last words, Ari. Yeah, I'm very tired, too, and I'm very broke, so I got that going for me, too. (laughs) 
Uh, my last words. I have Ben and Jerry's ice cream in the fridge. I'm going to eat some of it before passing out. At least on the plus side. Um, I don't have to uh, get up for work early, so I get to sleep in a little bit. So, yay. That is it. End of list. Um, we'll be here next week. Um, there might be some changes with next week's show. Um, if there is, you'll be the first to know. So definitely be on the lookout for that on our Facebook and Twitter pages. Um, other than that, we'll be here every week. A um, couple of weeks, I'll be heading off to NDK. You'll get, get to hear about it soon. So it's time for us to get out of here. So I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I'm Maka-chan. Great fight, great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Night. Say good night, Mako-chan. Good night, Mako-chan. Okay. I think we're good. Yep. Sounds good to me. Yep. Ice cream is calling me. So, yep. Good night, everybody. Jamatane!